What's up, everybody? You're back with The Chosen Con. Uh, and today in the studio, we have my boy, Mr. Desmond. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? I feel like they're probably chilling, man. They're excited, man. <laughs> you were telling me before the podcast even began that uh, in the morning you had... Uh, yeah, it? we had like two tutorial sessions. Yeah. So uh, it's for my English uh, final on Tuesday. And I'm not really good at writing. So I try to go to every tutorial. So just in case I mess up on an assignment, even like the slightest bit, like grammar, sentence fragment, something like that, she'll overlook it. And she'll be like, okay, well, he's working hard, so I'll reward him here, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I think that's what you got to do when you're in university. Yo. I was opposite, man. I never showed up. Really? Like, Who the hell? They probably didn't even mark my paper. Bro, you got to, it's like my motto is, it's work smarter, not harder. I like that. I say that a lot to people too, yeah. man. People yeah. burn out when they work too hard. Exactly, right? So like, I like to... For example, if the prof's like, okay, I want it this way, this way, this way, I'm not going to be like, oh, I wish it was this way, this way. I'm going to do it that way because it's like the smartest way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then once it's done, I'll just do something else. You know yeah. what I mean? So, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. And that's why I wanted to, I guess, get you on the show. Yeah. Because you're someone when we met, I was like, dude, this, this guy's on, he's learning. Yeah. He's on his you. journey. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah. And for, I don't see many black people out here anyway. <laughs> Yo, low key. And if it's all spread out too, man. Like when I came here, my cousin, my cousin Ben, I was like, dude, how many black people live in this area? Because he lives in Surrey too, right? Yeah. And he's like, bro, if I'm going to be honest, like maybe 10. You're and like, I was like, oh God. This is where that the Will Smith I Am Legend uh, yeah. analogy comes in. Exactly. Yo. It's like he's a one dude, he's a bunch of zombies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yo. But it's like nice though. I love, I love, me personally, I love being with uh, different cultures. I think for me, um, someone that wants to go into politics, I get to see different worldviews, different thinkings. I get to appreciate different people, you know, understand where different people come from. So, cool. like, it's it's very good to always stay with your own culture, your own people, but it's good to, like, expand your knowledge and worldview, you know what I mean? So That's dope, yeah. man. And, and so, I guess, giving the people a little bit of a better understanding of who you are, yeah. I always start with where people come from. Yeah. Because then when we start talking about what you're passionate about and all of that, yeah. it all makes so much more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you came from I came from Sierra Leone. And uh, where is that? It's in West Africa. So like um if anybody's looking on a map, it's literally on the because Africa's an upside down boot. Yeah. It'd be literally on the tip of the boot, like right here. So all the so, north. Yeah. It's in the kind of in the north side. Was Sierra Leone was that uh Blood Diamond? Yeah, Blood Diamond, Ebola, all Yo. that stuff. Yeah. Ebola too, what do you yeah. mean? Ebola, yeah, that's where like the disease uh spread. From Sierra Leone? Yeah, because so like Ebola was a virus but it was actually found in a village right and they couldn't name it because of the village because they didn't really know too much about it so they named it the closest river so they called it the ebola river oh dude yeah. that's so interesting so okay. that's why i think that's where the name uh ebola, ebola came, came from. from yeah ebola Ooh. virus because it was around that area okay and then blood diamond i remember it was like yeah my... yeah blood Di- I, I love the movie who was in that movie what was his name it was um there was it was leo Dar- leonardo dicaprio, DiCaprio. And, and that then, one dude, um, man. I know his name. How are we gonna forget him? He should have been on Black Panther instead of Chad. I don't know why he wasn't. I, even Idris Elba, yo. I don't know why. Because he still has his original African accent. Yeah, and so, he's phenomenal. And it's phenomenal, right? It would have been like better, better fit. He was in Never Back Down. Exactly. Yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. coach. What's his name? 
Oh God, I'll man! All right, we'll, fi- we'll find. We'll, we'll find. We it. gotta figure out the name, though. But, but that was something that irked you, huh? When you watched uh, Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, that was like I was like, mm, bro, like that's not. They did. You're right, though. I never thought about that. Yeah, they had Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I'm like, they had yeah, like, uh, Michael B. Jordan. That's some good. Like Michael B. Jordan and stuff. Like his character fit perfectly. Yeah, he killed Chadwick. It. I I thought he did a phenomenal job, but like sometimes that like the accent kind of irked me oh, you, you know like what, I mean? what was the accent like because i don't really know like, much it was almost like forced it was like an american you know how like uh when you're like yo speaking africans you're like this is my name like, <laughs> you know what I mean? you were like this ain't real I'm like that's you not could real. tell i couldn't yeah you know but he did a very good job though of yeah. um trying to make it authentic um but everybody in the cast i love that movie i thought it was very good um, I wanted a deeper story of Black Panther, but I thought overall... But again, it's Marvel. Dude. Marvel, right? It's a Marvel so, universe. Exactly. But overall, I thought the movie was great. It was good. Um, it came at a time where, you know, like, black people are, try- are starting to figure themselves out. And we're starting to realize that instead of being, like, divided or being crabs in a, a barrel, mm-hmm. you know, we can be unified, right? Like, uh, stronger together. You know that was I mean? powerful, man. So I think it, it was interesting because with that film, you really become empathetic with yeah. Warmonger, Killmonger, exactly. Killmonger. You Killmonger, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right I, when he died, I was like, I was like, Damn. for anybody that didn't watch Black Panther, I'm sorry, we spoiled everything, but you got to watch it. You got to watch it, I, man. It's your fault if you haven't watched go it. Go and yeah. watch it. Go and support. Go for and God support. Sakes, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, like you see in the beginning of the movie, the uh, the uh, the African American experience. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Um. Yeah, I've kind of lived both. Mm-hmm. Um, just being an African in Canada and then going down to the States and living there with some family like over the summers, mm-hmm. some months. Um, it's it's basically almost the same. You know what I mean? Like in I feel like more African Americans are kind of displaced. You know, one thing that people hold dearly is culture. Yeah. And if you notice, like one of the big complaints about black people and culture is like when people steal culture. Yeah. Because they've they've had everything stripped from them. They basically have no ties to Africa anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? After generations, generations. It's been like four hundred years. So yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. So if if anybody's a history, but I get what you mean. It's been a long, it's been such a long right? time. So when we do certain things, and that thing is ta- is it's slandered, but then we see it, it it, it almost hurts. You know what I mean? It's like if someone would go to the Middle East, right? Mm-hmm. Make fun of your culture, steal it, and then try to make it their own, yeah. and then take credit for it. You know what I mean? Oh, you so, get, oh that's been happening, bro. Yeah, exactly. I mean. It like, happens. Yeah, you're it's like, so oh, annoying. come on, man. You know, no, you guys are saying we're backwards. Exactly. Right. Right. And and I think. Um, and I think that that kind of really portrayed that, you know what I mean? And and it's even tough, too, for an African-American to go back to Africa. You know what I mean? If I was to go back to Sierra Leone right now, they'd look at me like some bougie kid. But I'm like, dude, I literally lived here. You were born there. That's what you have. You know what I mean? I was born there. So you can still vibe with them. You're like, so I'm, I can still vibe with yeah, them, Yeah, right? but if you're born here. Yeah, you know, they look at you differently. But I'm like, yo, yo we are one in the same. Like, at the end of the day, bro, like, doesn't matter. Like... I'm Sierra Leonean, you're Sierra Leonean. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter where I live, I will always be Sierra Leonean. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what um that's what um we need to realize. Because there was a part in the movie where I'm gonna have to spoil it Don't to worry. explain it. Uh when uh in the beginning of the movie, the original Black Panther, uh Takala's dad, yeah. didn't want the child didn't take the child back yeah. right to Wakanda, right? And then they, and later on in the movie, they ask, why didn't you bring him? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And in an old African proverb, the child that is not accepted by the village will burn the village down to fill its warmth. That's deep. You know I, did they say that in the movie? No, but that's an old that's African deep. proverb. Say that again. Holy It's crap. like the child 
that doesn't feel the warmth and form from the village of love will burn the village down to feel the warmth, right? And that's why you see a lot of times people act out because that's what they capitalize as love. Yeah. They use that as love, right? That's, so that's what they use to feel that attention, right? And I think um, that's what... That's what, like, some of the stuff, like, when I watched the movie the second time. First time, I just wanted to watch it. Yeah, the cool. first time, you're not yeah, analyzing, analyzing it. You're enjoying second it. time, I watched it. I watched it three times. I had All, I, all three in the theaters? Yeah, all three all three times in the theaters. Yeah. I, I had to go and support, you know? Mm-hmm. But I thought that's um that's really what I took from the movie and stuff. Just It's really just about unity. It doesn't matter where you're from, right? Because at the end of the day, like, Michael, like, Bidro, Killmonger was still Wakandan, right? He was. But he was rejected by his own people because he didn't live there. But it's like, why are you rejecting your own people? You it's know? interesting, dude, because I was talking about this with Luke and Omar earlier that this whole concept of passports and all of this. Because you remember how the thing with uh, with the Black Panther with the tongue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tongue is lip. Yeah, the lip. That That's could it. be like a passport. Let's yeah, just say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could kind of. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's like now, oh, you ain't got that. You, you ain't one of us. But you ain't one of us, yeah. And we have passports. And I was talking to them about how the world we live in, back in the day, you could move around freely. Freely, yeah. Yeah. Now. You could settle down anywhere, but now you can't, you know? And I think it's. Um, I don't, I'm not too educated enough for me, but this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it just comes down to control. It is. You know, uh, we were talking uh, about that, yeah. Right? When the people who kind of made the quote unquote system mm-hmm. uh, got together, all the big, big power leaders, they're like, okay, well, this is how we have to, we, this is what we have to do to kind of control the population, control the people. Yeah. Because control back their movement. And control their movements, right? If you can co- control their movements, you control how they react to how they feel about certain people. And then yeah. think about it, the internet shows up where the whole world is open. Exactly. So, and you see that everybody kind of lives the same life. Like, oh, what's the difference between you and me? And, oh, you, like, it's just color. And <laughs> yeah. different culture. Different. It's not even... Like, in my opinion, Middle Eastern culture and African culture is like, if you look at it, like... Egypt, like uh, Algeria, Mali, like all those countries is a mix of both. Like you can straight up see it. Yeah. So you can see that like, like a deep Middle East and deep African culture is rooted in the same, it's the same type of moral standard. It's the same type of respect. It's mm-hmm. the same. It's literally the same everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe different foods and stuff, but at the end of the day, like food is food, man. Food should be bringing us together. Right. It does exactly. bring us together, Low bro. Keel. It always brings us together. Keel. So in Sierra Leone, what's it like, man? Like what's the lifestyle? Like I've never been. Um, It's actually, it's beautiful, bro. Like yeah. I love it. It's, um, it's very family oriented. Yeah. So I remember when I went back in ninth grade, my aunt woke me up at like 5.30, 5.36. And I'm like, yo, I'm on vacation. Yeah. Like I swear, I'm like, I don't have homework to do today or I'm not going to do it today. Yeah. And she's like, nah, don't don't you forget, like, we pray as a family before everybody leaves the house. You don't know who's going to come back. Uh... You know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, that's like hella sick, you know? And like, I look at it over there. It's super like family oriented and like hardworking. And like here is very family oriented sometimes. But it like, becomes it's, more individualistic. It's though, more individualistic, right? The parents leave the house, right? And then the kids go to school. Mm-hmm. The kids come home first, then the parents come home later. You don't really get too much time for interacting with your family, mm-hmm. right? And on the weekends, everybody chills on their own. Parents chill with their friends. You know, you chill with their friends, right? Yeah, yeah, but on do. the weekends, everybody gathers as a family, and then you interact with each other. And Sierra Leone. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? Yeah, what else is there? Because other than Blood Diamond, that's all I really know about it. It's, if I'm real, it's a lot of corruption. It's, that's it's like every, that's every like, bad. Yeah. 
you know, there's still some growth. Um, I think Sierra Leone has is such a beautiful country. Like, shout out to all my Sierra Leones, Sierra Leoneans that are listening That's to this. That's what it is, so Sierra Leoneans. Yeah, Sierra Leoneans that are listening to this, yeah. yo. Just keep doing your thing, man. You know, one day we'll all be successful. Sierra Leone forever. You got to do Yo, you want Sierra Leone forever, yo. <laughs> and then after Sierra Leone, you moved to where? We came to Canada. Yeah. So, originally... Um, and who was it? Who was we? Who, who was like, it? my mom and I. Yeah, so it was just me and my mom my whole life. I never really knew my dad. Why was that? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's funny because I actually recently just um, found out who he was, right? I'm 19 now, so. Yeah, yeah. He's young, man. He's smart, man. Wise beyond his years. So it's like, it's like a little bit of mixed feelings because, you know, you don't really know who to believe at a point. But as a kid, I used to tell myself that, you know, like my father had died or, you know, like he was off in the war, you know, just to make myself feel better. And that's what I would kind of tell kids when I grew up. I was like, I tell them different stories because I, I was too embarrassed to be like, I didn't know my dad. And I didn't want to like embarrass my mom because yeah. I really love my mom. And I didn't want her to feel like she like uh, she was the reason for my pain. You know what I mean? Um, so like I would tell kids, like one kid was like, oh, like your blood diamond. I'm like, yeah, man, my dad died protecting my mom and I. Like I witnessed him. Yeah. Whole life. <laughs> Yo, you know that's I mean? crazy. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. No, no, what was, no, man. I'm, what, What's that guy's name? Damn it. Go I ahead. Have to, I have to figure it out. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Keep going, going. I'm, but, we're going to figure it out. But yeah, um, but I, but yeah, that's, uh, it was just me and my mom, we came here. So who'd you tell that to? A bunch of, yo, my best friend, my friend, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, I'm so sorry, dog. I lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, know you like <laughs> Yeah, no, he figured it out. No, because I knew Jared knew me like Yeah, yeah, he knew you he, was... he just rolled with the story because he he was the only person that knew like my real story. So he rolled with it. He was like, Yeah, man, like and people would be like, Yeah, is that tree big? Yeah. And he ran with it all throughout high school. That's a real homie, bro. You know? Shout out to Jared, yo. I love you, bro. I found it. Digimon Honsu. Yes. Digimon. How do I say that? Let's see. It's Dig Dig uh, Jermon, the Jermon Hansu, something yeah. like that, bro. Yeah, we yeah. was gonna say that. Yeah, yes. that's him. He's he should have been. He should have been it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we figured it out. Now we figured yeah. it out. That's but yeah. So name. your your homie, he rolled with it. But so yeah, he rolled with it. You, you didn't know about your dad? No, I never knew about my dad. I actually thought someone else was my father. Who um, was that? Uh, I don't remember his name. I believe his name was. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, so you just. But he would treat me like his son. Um, and uh, yeah, like I just. I vibed with him and I thought he was my dad. And then I remember one day, like I overheard my family. Um, but man, this kind of hurts talking about it actually. Cause I, whew, it's digging deep. Um, uh, I feel it. it was like, it was like, yeah, like my family, I overheard my family. I'm a nosy kid. Yeah. Don't worry, I, me too. I love to know, like I will, I love to know different things. What's going on. You're curious. Yeah. So I heard them say like, Oh, should we tell him that's not his dad? Like he's super happy, you know, uh, you know, like how old were you at this age? I was like four or five. I was like a very smart kid growing up. Like not to be cocky or anything. I just like understood stuff very quickly. Yeah, you grew up fast. But at a different like different rate. Like I was, I was never really good at math or science. I was more good at like social philo- philosophy, like understanding people, like you know, just just um anything like political related or business related. I that was my mindset. Yeah. That right. So I need to understand people. And like it low key hurt me, you know, like that they were trying to lie to me. So how did you find out then? Like did you like did you tell did you? No, my cousin, them? one of my cousins, I pissed him off. I pissed her off actually. Yeah. And she was like, "Yo, like you don't know your dad, and that's not your dad." And that actually hurt me. Like I was so broken, yeah. but like I was always like, um, I was I'm a person that like I I I'll cry by myself, but I won't cry like in front of people, you know. Um, 
and I like I like ran. I'm like, yo, like I went to the beach, like, uh, and I kind of like sat there and I was like, yo, like why me, like. Why, why am I the only person that doesn't know their dad? You know what I mean? Because, like, out of all my friends that I've always had, like, they've always had dads, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would, like, kind of, like, lean close. Like, one of my best friends, Isaac, Isaac yeah. Gray, growing up, um, he had his dad. Light-skinned dude. I love him. Yeah. You know? He's um, still in Sierra Leone? No, he's, um, his dad is here. They're from Halifax. Yeah. I actually don't know where Isaac is from. I, I don't even know. I don't even think he cares. To yeah, it's um, all good. So then Isaac... Um, yeah, he, him, his dad coached him to play basketball. Yeah. Um, and I saw that and I was playing basketball when I was young because like, I didn't really like, you know, have too many friends growing up as in a sense. Cause yeah. I still had a thick African accent. So kids were kind of making, what fun. was it like? What did it sound like? It was like, I don't have it now. Cause it's like, I've been here for a long time, but it was like very fresh off the boat. Like, well, could you br- like, um, it would be like, so far speaking my language, um, for example, um, Okay, I'll just speak my language. Like I did do, like I that's in my. It'd be like, um, like uh, like that's, I'll talk to you. So hey, yeah. how are you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Though. I'm doing good. Like, and that's and uh, yeah, but it was like deeper, like like straight fresh. And like so I, wait, what do they speak in Sierra Leone? They speak Creole and like Creole, you Mende, Mende and like a other. It's a mixture of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like my family speaks Creole. Okay, you know got what it. I mean? So that's when you came back, it was just a mix of English and that Creole accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I learned English through like hip hop too, right? What were you listening to? <laughs> like 50 Cent. Oh, God, get Richard Die trying, bro. Those are good old days, Yo, man. That was my. <laughs> what was your favorite jam of 50? Um, it was, I whip your head. Oh, <laughs> I whip your head, yeah, boy. You know what? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, bro. Like two brothers in the front, <laughs> two brothers in the back. Oh, that's four brothers right strapping back. I was kind of like, I used to run with, the, I used to like go to the, go to the basketball court. I used to play that. Cause yeah. honestly, like I never like, it's funny. Cause like I seen like people in that lifestyle, but it's weird. I always looked at my mom. Yeah. And I always saw the way that she spoke of kids coming here um, from a, like from Sierra Leone or Africa mm-hmm. period, coming here and joining, fall victim to gang life. And I like made sure it was like a goal of mine to never fall victim to gang life. You know what I mean? So you were just like listening, bumping them because the music yeah, was good. Yeah, I was listening to music and I understood the life. You know what I mean? Like not many people know this, but like, you know, we lived, we lived in um, Center Street. Where's that? It's in it's Calgary. Yeah. In Calgary. So Calgary people will probably know this. Like Center Street, the Northeast. Like it's like, it's pretty like crime. It's like a crime ridden area, yeah. but it's like decently safe, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. But there's a lot of like, it was a lot of like kids trying to be tough and selling drugs and stuff. So a lot of kids yeah. are like, scared. Exactly. Right. And my mom always kept me inside. It irritated me. Yeah. But like, I would always see it. And I, it's weird. Like, I just, I never had the urge to, like, sell drugs. Like, I never had the urge to, like, go and kill somebody. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, you I just was, wanted to whip their head. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. if like my, my main thing was, like, I will always protect myself, but I will never go to fight somebody. Unless you want to fight me, then I'll fight you. Yeah, you weren't searching for it. I wasn't searching for trouble. You know what I mean? And... And like I used to just like want to do like chill stuff, you know what I mean? And so what would you do? What would you spend your time with? Well, when I was a kid, I used to listen to a lot of rock music. I was trying, I was experimenting with different types of music. What kind of rock? Uh, I was just like Green Day, Billy Talent. Yeah, yeah, like Day I even good. started listening. I was listening to Beatles. There was this old. Um, I totally forgot the rock band. I can't even remember their name to be honest with you. Yeah. It was like uh, I think maybe that's Billy Talent. Like, like Billy Idol. Like no. is it like? Uh, 
no. The Police, Sting. Uh, it was an old school. It was an old school like nineteen eighties band, but I used to vibe with them. I used to rock with them. Like, heavy, heavy. Yeah, I, I, I have it on my old like iPod. It's still in my room. Okay, so you're bumping yeah, that. Yeah, bumping that. And then my cousin, when my cousin came up to me, she was like, "Yo, like that type of music for white people." Uh. And that like I was like, okay, like you know, like as a young black kid, you're like, oh, okay, I guess like you know, I can't listen to that music, right? Was that you right know? away? You're like, you're like, I'm like, oh, okay, like I can't, but I still, I still vibe <laughs> to it. I don't really care, you yeah. know. I still vibe to it like bit by bit, right? Yeah. Um, but then I started like I was just doing, I was listening to rock music, I was writing poetry. I actually wanted to be like a rapper back in the kit as a kid, but mm. I didn't want to be like a rapper, rapper. I wanted to be like a rapper. But I wanted to do like, you know, Corey in the house. You remember Corey in the house? Like, that's a Raven. I wanted to be like Corey. So I wanted to be a rapper and I wanted to own like businesses too. Right. And then I wanted to help the community as well. So, like, that was my dream. Like, my dream was always like that. It was bigger than. It was bigger. Yeah. And, like, one thing, like, I like ha having hair as a kid. So, one of the main reasons why I hated getting in trouble is because when I get in trouble or I get stressed, I pull my hair. Uh... So. I knew that crime wasn't for me because, <laughs> like, I like my hair too much, you know? So you would have been pulling it the whole I'd time. Been pulling, I would have been pulling Where is this guy? I'm on the corner, yeah. for God's sake. I, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. right? You'd so be stressed. I'd be stressed. And I didn't, I, I seen a lot of dudes, you know? I see a lot of dudes, they stress, you know, cops looking for them. And I, like, kind of keep that to myself, right? Just because you don't want to tell people, like, you know, where you're from because then they start, like, judging you. And even some, some things my mom doesn't even know, you know? Like, like when I was a kid, we, when we lived in Center Street, I actually used to sneak out. I figured out where the rich neighborhoods were and I'd walk to the rich because I didn't know how to bus. So yeah. I'd walk like, like 12, 12, 12, 1 o'clock. I'd walk and I'd just be like, yo, like, I'm going to get this for you, mom. Like, I'm going to get this for my mom. I'm going to get this yeah, for my you family. visualized. I was visualizing myself. Like, how old were you at this time? Like maybe like seven, eight. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine. Like I, I still do it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd be like, yo, can I like, ask someone on campus? Be like, yo, can I take your car? Like, oh, I, I want to go to like my auntie's house or something. And then they'll be like, yeah, but like low key, I don't go to my aunt's house. I yeah. just go, I find out where the like really nice neighborhoods are. And I like drive around and I go to show homes. Like I, I they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I do law. You know, like I speak my stuff in new existence. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, like I'm, uh, I'm, go I'm in law school. They're like, what law school? I'm like a UBC law school. Yeah, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> you know what you I mean? You gotta fake it till you make it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, and I just kind of look at the houses and I kind of imagine my, my family in there. You know, well, if you went there and you said, you know, I'm just like uh, a broke student right now, they would judge you, like you said. Yeah, exactly. They would right? judge me and they would look at me differently. They, they wouldn't be like, oh, hey, yeah. check out this room. You'd be like, know, uh, why are why you? Why are you here? You and know and I mean? is that a big thing? So. Cause you're at six foot five. Yeah, you're a big dude. Yeah, African. I'm six foot six, Muslim guy. Like, yeah, exactly. I get it. But I mean, like for you, was it where people get like? Was dude, it like? It was tough, man. Like actually, like straight up, growing up as a black kid is probably really tough. Like kids don't really understand it. Like people don't understand the the toughness of it. You yeah. know, like I'd go to people's houses. Like I had a bunch of, like white friends. I'd go to their houses and like I'd low key see their parents like hide certain things. You would see it. And I'd like see what? it. Like, like any... for example, no, just like any valuable stuff. You know what I mean? Like one time I was um, I was with this guy James, and his mom was like, "Oh, like make sure you hide all the like good stuff." You know, like. And like I'm like I ignore stuff. I'm like a person. I don't really. Yeah, you don't look for trouble. For trouble. I like, like to go. Said, yeah. I just go for my business, right? Unless the business wants to find me, then yeah. you know you can get it, right? But um, I just kind of ignored it, and I told my mom about it, and my mom was like, "No, like don't even worry." You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I stopped being friends with that kid. You know what I mean? He was a chill guy, but like I just can't be around. I can't be around that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. Um, 
because then it started to wear on him too you know what i mean it's tough so um yeah like and like a lot of people like judge you just from where you're from you know like one of the main things i'd always get is like oh you're from africa like did you used to like walk by lions i'm like dude (laughs) africa is just like here just a little bit underdeveloped bro like we don't we don't we it's not lion king we don't live in freaking dirt huts you know what i mean can you you say that again man that's gold so like when i was in third grade i I did a project and i think i did it on lions or something like that and the kid was like yo did you used to wear like lions and elephants to school and like me being sarcastic and i was hella pissed i was like yeah man dude like i rode an elephant to school one day you know different stuff like that right and it's like just hearing that you know like kids used to make fun of me they're like oh you live in dirt huts right yeah and like around the time I was third grade, third, fourth grade, like like I said, I never was really into life of crime. Yeah. But like I had the thought of going into the life of crime. When was that? When, like when did it was you like grade three, four, five, six. Like from grade about three yeah. to about tenth grade was when I kept thinking about it. Because I struggled with like anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I was like, crap, okay, if this is is what I want to do is this how I'm going to protect myself because yeah. like sometimes being chill it doesn't really work you know you have to, so yeah. I'd, I would act out you know and but my mom would all, like I used to get in trouble so much in elementary school yeah like one kid made fun of my mom he said a yo mama joke and like I said I come from a single mom so like that was hella disrespectful to me you know um, and my mom was hella sick at the time so I was like fearing like it was just like a flu but she was like bedridden so like I was like freaking out because like if i lost scared, my, man. if i lost my mom then that means like i have nobody right and he was like yo like you guys live in dirt house like your mom is so fat and like i just like i you know that your mom yeah. jokes right i beat the hell out of him yo. like I was, where was this i was in like fourth grade i went to mother mary green and then what happened once you beat him up i got in trouble <laughs> <laughs> like i was low-key mad you know and I, I i think it was like around that time where i was like yo it's because i'm black like you guys always do this and then they would always pull the thing and then i one day my mom like my mom saw like i kept getting in trouble for the same reasons i'm like yo mom like i need you to listen like it's not me like you see that i'm trying you know what i mean and, like, uh, when I came home, I had a soccer ball, and I'd kick it against the wall to, like, release anchor. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's when my mom started to realize that, like, like I actually, like, like I'm actually, like, an angry kid. Mm-hmm. But when kids, like, piss me off, it's, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, fight, you know? Yeah. And that's that's where, like, for me, like, I, I realized, like, I needed to kind of change myself. And, and so how like did, what was that process like, man? Matt, it was pretty hard. Um, it was really hard because I didn't really know. I was like I said, I was never a popular kid. My first, my first friend, like when I came to when well, sorry when we came to Canada, we lived with my uncle, and I think I was I was the only black kid in our school because um, we lived in the southwest. Yeah, and then some stuff happened, and then we moved, um, and it was like it was hella tough. You know what I mean? Um, because I was kind of figuring myself out who I was. In high school, the thing about it is high school. I mean, no, uh, what, pardon? What year was elementary high school? This was like from like grade four upwards. It's like those yeah. ages too, man, when everyone's trying to figure themselves out. That's yeah. when we're the most ruthless. Exactly. We're killers, man. Yeah. We make fun of everybody because we're insecure. Honestly, though. You know, and I was hella insecure by myself. Like, I was tall, lanky, skinny kid, you yeah. know, like, excuse me. And I was like, a lot of stuff I used to do was like shut down. Yeah. I was never into like writing, I was always into like speaking. And I'd get in trouble for like talking or laughing, but like other kids wouldn't. 
Yeah, then so you're like, like, what the hell, I'm man? like, yo, why is it just me? And, yeah. like, I, I struggled with, like, depression for some time, actually. But I kind of, I overcame it. Like, I was just, I found, like, solace in, like, little things, like, being outside. Mm-hmm. And, Nature. Like, yeah, and I found solace in, like, seeing people happy. You know what I mean? Like, when my mom would always be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, he's doing well in school. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, like, I don't need to, like, be sad or something. You know, like, my it mom's happy. happy. You know what I mean? My mom's happy. You know? So you were always a brainiac then. Like, you started working on... Yeah, kind of, like, but it was really shut down, like, in sometimes in, like, an immigrant home, like, like, I brought an idea to my mom, I actually wanted to, be, like, I got this birthday card from my aunt. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Auntie Miriam, I love you so much. Yeah. Um, And it had, like, a building thing, right? And, like, Auntie Miriam sends cards, like, that are very meaningful, so, like, yeah, yeah. I started to get a sign, I'm like, yo, I, I want to build this this summer. So I was like, yo, mom, like, I want to build. And she's like, no, like, you can't be doing that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like certain stuff, like when they shut it down, right? It makes you like, don't know who you are, right? So like, I really struggled to find myself through those times. And I guess like the only thing that kept me really sane was basketball. Like, when did you start balling? uh in in around that time so grade four around mm-hmm. that time i started playing my first basketball player i saw was carmelo so he had braids and on, i, I saw on tv or in person on, on tv yeah so he was on denver nuggets then yeah yeah good times. it was and i i saw him dunk on a person i was like yo i want to do that yeah so then i would just like go and try to dunk um and my cousins played soccer mm-hmm. i i played soccer but i was never really like in love well with you them. were tall you said tall yeah i was tall so tall and lanky so like basketball was my thing and they used to beat on me right and then yeah they would take me to court and i'll just play and that's what i kind of do for hours and whilst they did their own thing like they'd they'd probably do some other stuff you know what i mean but i was just like shooting hoops i really didn't like it wasn't like no hoop dream or whatever like i just really played basketball just because I found out like basketball can take you places, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I actually never wanted, I never really wanted to play basketball. I was like always trying to figure myself out. Like I was never doing well in school. Yeah, I was never a good like academical student. I was never, you know what I mean? Like I would hear teachers talk about me all the time, like Bab, you know? So like, I just kind of put my energy towards training. So isn't it interesting is that balls that, why so many guys, even I was reading an article, it's like 75% of the league is black. Yeah. Right, it's like man, you go and you, whatever's happening at home, whatever's going on in your life, it's like you go on the court, you can just forget about yeah, it. Yeah, you can forget about it for that like. Let out, out your anger out, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Let out your aggression, whatever. Yeah, man. it's like it's meditating. Exactly, All right. And at the time, basketball was even hard for me because I didn't know how to work with people because I'd always been like it's an individual. Sport. Right, it took me a really long time to learn how to work with people. I was I was still angry. I never, like I never handled that when i was a kid yeah so like growing up it was tough you know what i mean and then with basketball comes girls right yeah and then girls was a huge struggle for me like struggling with like lust struggling with you know like pornography like all that stuff it's a huge thing it was a huge struggle for me you know and and it's like well like we talked about this when we first yeah yeah as ballers it's like you're always thinking about ball which is your thing but then you're always are females come with it yeah yeah it's, it's like whenever you hang out with your boys all you talk about is females yeah exactly right? and like i said so i was never popular before so i remember in sixth grade uh i had spoken to our junior high coach junior yeah. high coach because he'd seen me play community basketball yeah, yeah and i'm like yo i'm gonna try out for the senior team yeah and then my sixth grade teacher was like, oh, you should probably try out for the junior team. I'm like, nah, senior team. Mm-hmm. Because that was the only way I knew how to be popular, right? And when I started becoming an athlete, I started getting popular. And I liked it, you know? 
and it made me treat some people bad, you know? Even no, like, I, I, same. Yeah, I like, I'm gonna be honest, like, I became a bully. I bullied this one kid. Um, his name was like Josh, Josh Abdo. Yeah. I bullied him. Not necessarily like bullied him, bullied him. Not like the like, American version of bullying. Yeah, but like, I just like, I just didn't, I don't know, I just didn't really treat him well. What was he like? Like, was he. Dude, he was a hella sick kid, man. Do you Super think he, sick. Do you think he reminded you of like your old self? Yeah, he did. I, I say that to me. Straight up. No, you. he actually reminded me of myself. And you know what? Like, like when I look back and say, I'm like, yo, like, why did I do that? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, I'm a changed person now. But yeah, like I, I was not nice to him for like grades all throughout junior high and throughout high school even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember one time in like grade 10, he like came in the open gym and I was just like, I don't know what went through my head. I was just like, yo, like lock this kid down. Like don't let him get a shot. You know what I mean? Because it was your, it was your, the court yeah. was like your, your castle. Castle, right? And it's like, it was like my only way to make friends. Like I never actually knew how to make friends. Ball is life. Ball bro. was straight up life. You know what I mean? Mm. And only like three coaches, really four actually, I should say, understood me as a person. Like Eddie Richardson, mm -hmm. uh, Joe Baptiste, Fabian, uh, and Donnie Marchuk. Yeah. And with Donnie Marchuk, I'll put Matthew McCormick. So these guys all understood. These, like these guys understood like me. And you know, like Ed, were they kind of like father figures? Because that's what coaches yeah, become. Yeah, yeah, man. Like I'd actually, uh, I clinged on to Eddie for the longest time, yo. Yeah. Like I actually used to like roll, roll with Eddie. You know, like I wanted people to be like, oh, like is that your dad? Because like that sh that stuff made me feel so good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When someone would ask you, like that was, that was my dad. Like Isaac, I said, um, his dad was black, his mom was white, yeah. but like. When we were together, like, like can, they can believe that, like, oh, like, okay, maybe he married, like, a white woman, and then he had, like, Isaac, yeah. and then he had me. So we'd say we were brothers, and uh, that was, like, my, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And people thought, like, I was Isaac's dad, or, like, even, like, adopted, because I was always with that family, you know mm. what I mean? It, and it, 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 like, again, you it's, like, like, that, man. yeah, I liked it, you know, I, I loved it. And you were then, someone the father figure. Exactly, you know, and, you know, it, it was painful, you know what I mean? There was, like... And again, like, like I said, like, it's only recently that I'm like kind of figuring like throughout my life, like I've been trying to figure myself out, but it's been like an up down struggle. You know what I mean? Trying to like sort everything out so that when I get to a position where like I'm able to graduate, like I want to be, I want to be there for my kids. I want to be there for my wife. You know, like I don't want to be a dude that's like be the father. You yeah. Had. Father I never had. Right. You know, I don't want to be cheating on my wife. You know what I mean? Cause like I have cheated on girls like in high school yeah yeah you know just just again like that popularity promiscuous man. right I, dude so, that's a borrowed lifestyle yeah you right? know so it's kind of like oh you know it's about to bust or not yeah exactly yeah. right and again like back to the bullying thing yeah i was like bullying this kid and i'm like like he actually reminded me of like my old self and i did it because like i thought like if i did it i'd be popular and cool yeah. but i realized like it wasn't cool it's it was only it was not up until like grade 11 12 i realized that like People don't care, you know what I mean. People yeah. don't care about if you're popular or not. It's only like a it's it's only your mentality. I realize, man, it's yeah. being comfortable with who yeah, you are. You That's are. what people vibe with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you I, own yourself, yeah. Like Lil Uzi or Young Thug. This Lil Uzi dressed so weird, but like people are like, yo, that's that's hella sick. You yeah. know what I mean? And they vibe with that. They rock with it. Because they own it, yeah. Exactly, right? Lil Yachty with his hair, he rocks it. He doesn't let anybody talk bad about him. He's like, yo, this is my cut. This is my style, man. If you want to rock with it, rock with it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, you, know? you have to be confident. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And when you're trying to please everyone else, that's when you're insecure. And people can feel feel that insecurity. Yes. 
right? Yeah. You can vibe off it. So then what happened? You were balling, right? Trying to figure things out. Uh, uh, and like what's been happening? Because I know now you're 19. You yeah. left home then. So yeah, I, I um, so I'd actually in grade 12, I'd signed with the University of Guelph. Yeah. Um, and I was really thinking about my future in grade 12. Uh, I, I, I was actually, uh, okay, so like I was dating this girl this girl in my childhood that I had a biggest crush on. Funny story, okay? This is actually funny. Yeah. The reason why we stopped talking back in my childhood, okay, I had the HTC One. Yeah. Uh, one with phone. Beats Audio. Yeah. It broke. Yeah. <laughs> the phone broke in the middle of a conversation and I didn't have Facebook. I did have Facebook, but we had a big laptop, a uh, big computer, so I couldn't just go on and message her. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I totally forgot to message. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I think, like, I've seen her a couple of times, you know, say hi, but in great... Grade summer grade eleven, I I kind of got the courage to like hit her up. I DM'd her. I was like, "Hey," and then she like, "I'm like, yeah," you know. And I started I started dating her, right? Yeah. And this girl like everything like we're not together, so I don't want to make like if you know she's end up listening. It's not like I'm in love with her still or anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it was a part. But it was, it was, a was part like she's she a part of my life, right? And like she had a huge impact on me, and she doesn't even know this. Mm -hmm. But um, so what had happened was, I so we started dating, and we started talking and we like, we start connecting like spiritually, emotionally, like, and then, yeah. <laughs> and you know, another kind, of another kind of connection. And then, um, uh, you know, she was talking about, yo, what do you want to do in life? She started asking me questions like that. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I don't know. I'm just like chilling. Yeah. I'm a baller. I'm yo, like, yo, I'm balling. I'm like, yo, I'm, the I'm, balling. I'm making the league. Yeah. And she was like, she was talking about like, she was watching Scandal. She loves Scandal. Oh, that show, yeah. And she like Olivia Pope. She a boss. Like, this yeah. girl's a boss, yo. Like, like I'll rock with her. If I see her on the street, I'm like, you know, she a boss, right? Yeah. Um, but she she was like, yo, what do you want to do? I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, chilling. Like, and she's like, okay. Like, she's like, I get. Like, I get. And then, like, it was closer to graduation. She's like, yeah, I'm applying to, like, these schools and this and that. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a scholarship. Yeah, Straight up. I was like, yo, straight up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a scholarship. She's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know, maybe sciences, you know, because I was doing well in bio and mm -hmm. stuff, right? I'm like, oh, maybe sciences, we'll see. And then she's going to visit these universities. I'm just, she's like, what are you up to today? I'm like, oh, I'm going to the gym with Isaac. We're just going to go shoot around. And like, I could low key see the disappointment in her, in her face, because she didn't want to be with a guy that didn't have a plan. That didn't also is not hitting his potential. It hit his potential. And she tried to push that out of me. And I didn't like that. Um, but I liked it. Does that make sense? Like, right, yeah. I, and, and then there is another girl uh, that was giving me attention, but she wasn't like, I don't know. Um, if you've heard like Bryson Tiller set it off, it's like, I got a girl that don't expect as much from me. That's why she gets so much love from me. Mm -hmm. She just might be the one from me. Right. Um, this other girl, um, she didn't expect much from me. She's just like kind of vibing with the baller style, you know, and I kind of went with that. Right. No, I never cheated on uh, yeah, this no girl, though. Um, but that that girl, she had she had kissed me, and I told the girl, because yeah. I really loved her, right? Yeah. And and she was like, oh, like I understand, like it's fine. But it Loki kind of tore in our relationship. Trust, trust, right? And it just kind of went down, and she just continued to talk about scandal, scandal. She kept asking me what I wanted to do. I'm like, yo, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I finally got a scholarship, and I was like, thank God, <laughs> you no, know? What I, mean? I got it. Leave me alone. I'm like, yo, I'm I got like, things yo, going. I got a scholarship to Guelph, yeah. right? And then, but I messed that up. Because the thing is, I wasn't studying. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when I said I was chilling, I was actually just chilling. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, it's and grade 12 too, man. Everyone's hanging exactly, out. Exactly, right? Well, not everyone, but and I was hanging out. Exactly. I was hanging out too, you yeah. know? And I was more, I was a talker. I wasn't really a walker. So was I, man. Right? Oh, God. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I'd go home and yeah. eat, watch TV. My, I'd pretend to study. My mom would come downstairs, turn off the TV, pretend to study. Yeah, it's a facade. Yeah. It's a facade, right? Yeah. And I lived in that. And she, pardon me, and she saw that. And I could see the pain in her eyes, yeah. um, but I just didn't change, right? Because at the time, I was in the right, like I was, I I think it was maybe like right person, wrong time. Yeah. yeah. But now I think about it, it's like not nah, like. Maybe we, was it maybe? Who yeah, knows? You never we're, know. We're completely yeah. different people now, so yeah, yeah. like you know. But anyways, yeah. So she had like a huge impact on me. So like once she'd broken up with me, um, and like the summer, I'm like shoot, like I'm going into university. I had to actually go to. Viu, right? Because yeah, some family Cooper stuff, Island, some family stuff had happened as well with grades too. So yeah. like, so I went to Viu, and then at Viu, I'm like, damn, like, I'm a, I'm gonna be a doctor, like I'm gonna do this. Like I, now, that's when I started realizing what I wanted to do. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm a, I want to know my, I want to know my passion and stuff, right? And then yeah, that's kind of what I. And then fast forward, like now I'm at Trinity. I played basketball because I thought I wanted to play, yeah. but I didn't want to play. So and then at Viu, I actually found my passion for politics. I started to like kind of like see that that's where like god was kind of leading me and uh yeah now i'm like a polls major and you know i want to start a couple of businesses and stuff like that so like now like you can see like i went back to my original like root plan yeah you know like i noticed like a lot of kids like they're lost like if you just kind of sit yourself down and reflect reflect on what you used to like as a kid because what you used to like as your kid is your interest as a kid is what your interest will be the older you get it's interesting you say that because it's like in society kind of makes you like no that's not realistic yeah like you said no that's just stupid yeah and you're like okay i guess i'm wrong yeah so i'm but if you like you're saying if you follow your heart and your passion mm-hmm. and if you a lot of people settle yeah if you don't settle you'll go back you'll, you'll find it you'll go back to it exactly i agree with you man. exactly exactly right, that's deep man yeah. like, i'm glad so even from this this conversation we've yeah. learned an immense amount like yeah we talked about black panther we talked about how that affects being we talked about being how, how was being when the only black males out here, yeah, what I went through with your father, and yeah. I know that's still that chapter is still not yeah. even close. Still not even close. Not you know? even yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like one day we get you back on the show. A couple years later, you got some kids. You know exactly. What I mean? yeah. Right, and we're gonna be like, so what happened? Yeah, man. Right? That's know? the goal. But I hope so. Yeah. Anything you want to leave the people with? Like, uh, um, I don't know, man. Just like, honestly, yo, be yourself. Like, own your ish. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, if you're dressing, you gotta know how to dress and stuff. But if you got a style. And you want to rock with it, rock with it. Mm-hmm. If you got an imperfection that you think is an imperfection, rock with it. Because chances are, what you think are insecurity, 20 other people think that's so beautiful. Yeah, that's powerful. You know what I mean? 100%. So man. always own your style and always be real. Be real within yourself so you can be real with others. That's deep. Yo, my man. All yeah. right. So for everybody that's listening, we're going to have uh, all of Desmond's. We're going to have your Instagram, your social media, all yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah. below so people can connect with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, subscribe to us youtube instagram facebook whatever else it may be i have no doubt one day we're gonna go live on instagram together yeah for sure and bro. i'll be talking you have some kids around you i'm so down yeah. man i'm so down and yo. i'm like so what's going on now? hopefully i'll be the mayor of calgary by then yo so you we'll never know then. yeah you never know what could happen you never know yeah, so yeah, yeah. thanks for coming on the show my thank dude. you man thanks so much bro all right so yeah. everybody thank you for uh tuning in we'll talk to y'all soon peace <laughs>